from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. By the way, you can follow me on Twitter at Donnelly Sports, D-O-N-N-E-L-L-Y-S-P-O-R-T-S. It's a, it's a good way to uh, directly reach us here on the show. On the X. On It's Twitter. Do we still tweet on X? That sounds bad. I don't know. It, it sounds bad to say I'm doing X. Yeah, exactly. Do I? Am I? I was on X earlier. What do I post on X? Tweets. Yeah. So I'm. I'm okay. So David on X tweeted at us. Tweeted at me uh, that maybe Florida and South Carolina don't want Clemson and Florida State in the SEC, and that's why the Big Ten would be the the option. Uh, my counter to that, and it's it's a good point. So yeah. so thank you for following along and asking the question. My counter to that is. By all accounts, Texas A&M didn't want Texas in the SEC. That's one of the reasons why they went to the SEC. So I would I would assume they would do the same thing to, to South Carolina and Florida that they did to Texas A&M, which is not tell them until it's past the point of no return and then say, mm, cry about it, right? It's it, Unless you think that Florida and, and South Carolina are somehow major, major power players in the SEC, mm-hmm. which, I, I mean, Florida is up there, but not at the top, and, and South Carolina I don't think is up there. Um, They're not. Of course, of course, <laughs> Dennis Cox doesn't think so. Um, unless you think they're, they're massive uh, kind of power players that can block entry, I think they would likely get, get bullied into it. If, if everyone else in the SEC sees the value in it, they'd get bullied into it too. So, you know, Jimbo Fisher can can cry about it. I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Knowing Jimbo, I bet he did. Probably a lot of snide remarks, a couple of uh, couple of backhanded compliments. I, all, I'm the still whole wait- gamut, passive aggressive. I'm still waiting for the Jimbo Saban throwdown. Like it's fist flying, I want it. Oh, you want an actual throwdown? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, a war of words is coming. I'll tell you that much. Give it. It, to me it already me. has, but it'll, it'll it'll pop up again. I want more of it. Like Spurrier and Dabo. It goes quiet. It doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the, the gambling situations here. Uh, the NCAA, the NFL, have both been dealing with how do we investigate, how do we punish players, coaches, anyone involved that that get caught gambling. Right? There are rules, things you can gamble on, things you can't. How do we handle all of this? And And – I think their problem is the breadth of what they're trying to do, the wide array of what they're trying to govern. The first thing they need to get out of their their sports, entirely, 100% eradicated, is betting on games that you are connected to. The gambling stories are starting to become more concerning to me. And, and the most recent kind of high-profile one comes from the Des Moines Register, they're reporting that Hunter Deckers uh, is accused of placing – Hunter Deckers is a uh, uh, um, Iowa State quarterback. Starter this past year, honorable mention all-conference. Um, Hunter Deckers is accused of placing 26 wagers on Iowa State sporting events. He plays Ooh. for Iowa State. That's a lot. Including the 2021 football game against Oklahoma State when he was a sophomore backup quarterback, according to uh, a complaint. Filed in Iowa District Court for Story County. Deckers did not play in that game. That's really bad. That is exactly 
what what you need to do away with and any anything like anything else you spend time on trying to fix or or find or investigate is taking away from the core issue which is you need to get that out of the game uh broncos tackle ayuma ayuma uwazarike was suspended indefinitely last week for betting on nfl games in the 2022 season he's also in the report from the des moines register uh, and that report says that prosecutors in Iowa say a FanDuel account, Uwazarike, uh controlled, was used to make approximately 801 wagers, totaling over $21,000, and that some of the wagers were on both Broncos and Iowa State football games in which he played. Some of the athletics reporting says he could face up to two years in prison for allegedly betting on Broncos and Iowa State games that he played in. Isaiah Rogers of the Colts was one of the first names we heard. Uh, He bet on a teammate's prop bet in a game that he played in for the Colts. These are the ones you need to do away with because you need to set a hierarchy, right? You need all of these infractions that we're hearing about, the six-game suspensions for for an NFL player betting on an NBA game, the the six-game suspensions for placing a bet that would be legal but you were in the locker room, like those – are are confusing. <laughs> what you need is to get rid of every single possible bet made by a player on a game that is played in their league or even more so that they play in or they're on the sidelines for. According to college, let's break this down by numbers. I had fun doing this. According to a website called collegefactual.com, at just Duke, North Carolina, and NC State, right? Mm-hmm. There are in total 2,350 student athletes. It's a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. If you want to add in Wake, that's another 507. You want to add in ECU, it's another 553. I can keep going. App State, 629. Elon, 475. NC Central, 392. They add up quick. Uh, North Carolina A&T, 422 more athletes. Now, just to monitor those nine schools I just referenced, just to stop, we could keep adding teams, we could add Campbell, we could keep going, but just those nine because it's it's a number over 5,000. You would have to track 5,328 student-athletes' betting habits. Do they have an account? Are they betting on something they're allowed to bet on? Are they betting on something from a location they're allowed to bet on something? You'd have to track 5,328 student-athletes. And by the way, uh, Hunter Deckers, the the Iowa State quarterback we talked about, well, he was reportedly betting from his mom's account. The the account wasn't under his name. Okay, so now 5,328 student-athletes, let's add in, you have to monitor their parents' accounts. And then... Assuming that they a couple have siblings, add in their siblings, right, that don't play sports. Some might have close friends. You might have to monitor some some friends, uh, maybe a, a, a mentor of some kind, an uncle, a grandparent. Say so that weird uncle. <laughs> the weird uncle that's always placing bets, right, always got a tip on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> like, So now, very quickly, you go from monitoring 5,000 names to, I don't know, 50, 100,000 names. And then on top of that, you have 75 different infractions, 100 different infractions you're looking for. So 50,000 accounts, 100 
different infractions, the numbers get really, really big, really, really difficult, and it makes it seem like you're looking for a needle in a haystack. So now I say you only look for the, the, the infractions that are the ones that will ruin the integrity of your sport. If you bet on games that you played in, right? Because now you, you can just eliminate every bet that happens from, you know, from Iowa State's campus on an NBA game. Who cares? Don't waste your time looking through it. Right, every 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 bet from uh, the 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 Iowa State campus that is on NFL. Who cares? You don't have the the wherewithal or the time or the resources to check them all. What I need you to look at though is every bet placed anywhere near anybody who has a connection to the Iowa State football team on Iowa State football or Iowa State basketball, or whatever it is, because those are the ones that are going to ruin the integrity of your sport. On game days in the NFL, any given game day, there are 1,696 active players, with players being cut and new players being added, easily over 2,000 players in a season. Can you track them all, and all their families, and all their friends, and everyone else that might be placing bets for them? It's going to be really darn difficult. Focus on the big things and throw the book at them. Throw the absolute book at them when you catch them. If you bet on games that you play in, NCAA, I'm fine with a ban for life, right? I'm big on treating athletes like like you would every other 18-plus-year-old, right? If, if they want to make money, why are you stopping them, it, right? If, if they're adults and they make a decision that, that poor – Go ahead and ban them for life. If you bet on games in your league but that you didn't play in, uh, uh, two years, one year, and a bunch of other requirements to become reinstated, right? You have to to take classes and do community service. Like, give them a, a checklist that's a million long. Because the, the – the, and you'll hear me say this a lot, right? And, and some of you may have already uh, heard it here on The Drive uh, with Tim Donnelly because we've, we've been on air now for two and a half weeks here on 99.9. The two things I believe that make sports so darn awesome for us as fans, as consumers, are that they're unpredictable and that they're fair. Right? If you watch something and you knew how it's going to happen, it becomes really boring. Right? It's why the complaints, right, when the Cavs and the Warriors play in the NBA championship for four straight years, you start to hear all the the complaints about like, oh my gosh, it's so boring. It's the same team. Same guys all the time. I, I hate these super teams and oh, it was so much better back in the blah, 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 blah. Unpredictability is so important, right? When something awesome happens that gives you chills, it's because you couldn't predict it. And then the other thing is that it's fair, Right? It doesn't matter if you're seven foot or five ten. If you if you play basketball and one of you score puts the ball through the hoop more than the other, you win, right? Doesn't matter what background you have, where you come from, how much money you have. When you step between the lines of, of any athletic endeavor, you have the same rules. Hopefully, those two things are what makes sports great. And and as soon as you find out that a player is betting on a game that they play in, you recognize it wasn't fair. And to a certain extent, they're ending the unpredictability, right? Because they're saying, "Hey, a little bit of a little bit of my interference, maybe, uh, maybe it is predictable, right?" 
And for everyone saying, and I'm seeing this right, Hunter Deckers didn't play in the game that he bet on. Backup quarterbacks impact the game. Oh, yeah. Starting quarterback comes to the side. What did that back safety do? I didn't see it, but, man, where did he come from? Backup quarterback? Oh, he was he was back there deep playing cover two. Right? Oh, he, he had the back half. If that's not true, the, the starting quarterback's going to go in there next time, and when they call that same play, he's going to throw a, a pass where he thinks the safety is deep, and he's going to throw it right into him. Oh, look at that, the under hit, because we, we threw an interception in the red zone. That has to be so far away from your team. Even the perception that something's not fair ruins a game. I mean, it needs to end. And all the other little trivial transgressions that you're throwing these little small punishments at, that's just wasted energy. If you can't get rid of the big ones, don't worry about the small ones. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. Let's jump to some uh, some NFL news here. Uh, Alvin Kamara, I was I was hoping by this point in the day, I was hoping by this point in the day we might have actual a report on it. Are these rumors again? By three o'clock, we're supposed to hear something. <laughs> you know that everybody that was passing that along, like three fifteen, was come on, come on. I know. Like, uh, oh, maybe they've met three Pacific oh, yes. time, so we're just H- waiting. Hawaiian time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alvin Kamara and Roger Goodell are meeting today in New York okay. to go over a potential possible suspension for Alvin Kamara. Now, every coach will tell you, don't worry about anyone but yourself, right? This is about us. This is about the people in this locker room. The Panthers should be paying attention to this. Mm-hmm. It's not just about you. It never really is just about you, although coaches say that, right? What happens in New York today with Alvin Kamara and Roger Goodell it impacts the Panthers. The New Orleans Saints right now are are they're the betting favorite to win the division. And if you eliminate the betting favorite or downgrade the betting favorite, what that does is it opens up the window for the Panthers. Now, even if you think the the Panthers should be amongst the favorites or even tied with the favorite or maybe the favorite, still if you take the the Saints from 40% to 35%, that's 5 more percent. That's o- o- up for the grabs. New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara is in New York today to meet with Commissioner Roger Goodell regarding a February 2022 fight that occurred in Las Vegas. NFL Network insider uh, Mike Garofolo reported. Another NFL Network insider, uh, Ian Rappaport, has added that he believes there will be a suspension or a suspension is expected. It's the length that they're going to be determining. This impacts everything. Everything that happens in the NFC South this year, and obviously that includes the Panthers. I'd argue the first six games, which is six games, has been a suspension we've seen at the past in, in the past for other players. Um, I'd argue the first six games are the most important for the Saints. 
right? The Saints have a coach that is is not proven as a head coach. They have a new quarterback. If Kamara is suspended for those six games, Derek Carr doesn't have his little check down, right? Doesn't have his, hey, I can get the ball to this guy three feet from me, or maybe that's an exaggeration, six yards from me, and he's going to catch it and pick up the first down, and I'm going to have more time to work with Michael Thomas and Chris Olave to, to hit the big play or to gain that chemistry we need. You take Kamara away, it's a more rough transition for Carr, for, for him and Pete Carmichael as offensive coordinator and quarterback, for a bunch of other things, that, that a bunch of other aspects of that offense that need to work around each other. So the Panthers should be judging the likelihood of their division chances winning the division based in part on what happens in New York today, right? Similar to, to put it like this. We just had the, the major league baseball trade deadline. Yep. Are you a buyer or a seller at the deadline? Now you might think that's all about what you think of your own team, but guess what? It also depends on the teams you're competing with for a playoff spot. If you're two games behind a team that you think is good, you might, hey, you know what? We should sell, right? They're good, uh, uh, maybe better than us, right? We got to do an honest evaluation. Let's sell. But if you're two games behind a team that you think is a fluke, they're up there and they're not very good, and if you pass them, you're in the playoffs, you're going like, heck no, we're not sellers. We're buyers, right? Let's go chase them down because they're going to, they're a Trojan horse. They're, they're a house of cards. They're going to fall apart. Yeah. So if you're the Panthers, you're looking at the Saints and you're going, should we bring in some spot veterans and really go chase the playoffs? Should should we uh, maybe trade a future pick for a player midseason if there's an injury or something that we need? Well, how good are the Saints? Mm-hmm. That all impacts it, right? It's like that on a on a maybe less urgent scale when you're not quite at the trade deadline. So. What happens today in New York, the Panthers should be paying attention to. Now, obviously, I'm not talking about players, right? Like, I don't want want Bryce Young going like, ooh, stay after practice today because Kamara got five games or whatever it is. Right. But I do want Fitterer. I do want Reich. I do want the the big picture people. And, you know, set your alerts, right? Your little Google alerts, Alvin Kamara, Roger Goodell, set them and, uh, and make sure you know what you're doing when, when it, you know, a plan in either direction. If he gets two games, if he gets six games, if he gets no games, know what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> make sure you're prepared for every situation. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. 